Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 20th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing uh, doing great. I'm uh, really enjoying our uh, our time in Scotland as uh, summer school rolls on, playing some golf. Uh, a little tired, a wee bit tired. Haven't had coffee yet. It's Trying coming. to get this out. What, well, I mean, this is the beauty of, you know, we started this podcast... <laughs> in five almost four years ago thinking like literally it should be a morning podcast for people commuting to work there we felt like there wasn't really a podcast that was released on a consistent schedule for the morning uh you know we thought it'd be short i don't know that it's always that but this scotland time you know which forced our hand we were young and you were childless and i was fewer childless uh fewer childs and we started recording at like 11. We would just do it every night at like 10, 30, 11. This Scotland time, being able to wake up, have our coffee and record and have it we ready for the- We haven't had our coffee for the yet. East. Well, you know, we're about to. Coffee so the, is, coffee here. Oh, you're so angry. It's it means just, you have a just right justifiable anger. It's an embarrassment. They should be, you know, everything they get right with golf. Everything they get right and with golf. And hospitality, I would say. The people here have been- <laughs> Really, they get really, wrong really with good, coffee. Good for coffee, <laughs> coffee shops like things just don't open till like nine thirty. It's just it's past the time that I even might want coffee. You know, I yeah, might want yeah. an afternoon cup, yeah. but but the morning's long past. I've been up for a while. Like I and and there's no coffee shop. We were up we for- saw people yesterday lined up at a bus station, a bus stop. Like they don't have any coffee. You know, I bet if a cafe was open, they would have maybe gone and gotten some coffee. The town we were in was buzzing. We were there quite early. We were there at 7. We were there at 5. We were there at 8. Still no coffee. Coffee not up until 9.30. Your rant about this. I Honestly, why even exist at that point? It's like like going to a golf store. It's like going to a golf golf course. And the first tee times, not allowed to go until like 4.30. Like by that time, the purpose of which your existence like is so dwindled and minimal. And maybe the European or Scottish lifestyle is to go sit in a coffee shop at, I don't know, 10, 11 o'clock all day or drink it in the afternoon. But I, I just feel like so much demand is there in the morning. Or I, 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 It was maddening, especially in our time of need yesterday. So your point was well taken and it hit me in a... In a you, f- you felt the pain. Well, the it was point. insane. We just... Couldn't get coffee anywhere. Couldn't get anything. But the, and you know, the reason we're angry is these places are great. They have such good reviews. When we are able to find one in the middle of the morning or the middle of the day, there a lot of them are just great places. It's just I, I don't get the late open. Anyways, this I like the morning recording. It's there for the weekend uh, or for the West Coast, East Coast audience, I should say, right? And, and the you West know that's Coast. all that matters. It's there for both. You know, the East Coast is all that matters oh. in the United States. Um, 
<laughs> so this is nice. You can wake up and do it. Anyways, we have a monster week here with the 3M Open. Everybody's very Duffy excited. Duffy Waldorf is in the field. <laughs> a friend of the program uh, probably wants to remain nameless. You know, we're over here playing golf. We're working a lot. We're kind of, un- you know, we're on social media a lot less, I would say. Uh, someone texted me. Guys, it was so nice. I was off Twitter for three days. And I opened it. And the first thing I saw was a tweet from Rob Bolton. Out. Field out of 3M Open. I don't know who was. In Duffy Waldorf. I saw Ted. <laughs> that's the re-entry to like Twitter and golf. Uh, I saw like Ted Purdy got in late last night. So it's a, it's a big, big week at the TPC Sod Farm. Uh, what, a, what a joke. I mean, look. Remember when they paid everybody and they showed up the first Phil, year? Bryson. Bryson. There was a lot of guys. There was a rumor that a Tiger this, was healthy. He was going to play it, and he wasn't healthy. This but. is why I kind of think like one of the other abstract ways that the tour could fight back with Liv is with appearance fees. Because this is the result the big of brands like not, involved. not appearance, no appearance fees, and big, I think big sticky I think note. there's an event in, uh, in in Connecticut that's effectively doing appearance yeah, fees without people knowing. Big uh, sticky note, you got all this sticky note cash. You got to get start start throw. Well, all these brands need to get involved and start paying out appearance appearance or, fees, or they don't, and they feel they they this is the field they get right. Yeah. Like it can't get worse than this. But maybe they could at least it get could like get worse. one guy. It's the John Deere. This one's like strong competitive what? relative to the John Deere. No, it isn't. It's got some names. It, it's got Hideki. I'm not suggesting it's a good event or there's any appeal to this the week after the Open I Championship. Mean, but it's, it's much better than a few of the real dog Oh, come dog on. Events. It's, you want it, me to go it's through, the same level. You want me to go through feature groups? It's got, yeah, sure. Go Here's through feature, feature groups. groups which it's barely, would barely be a, better. I mean... You're, you're talking you got about Marty fresh Fish out there. Better. Marty you, Fish serving volley in his way up the fairway. Um, Tony Finau, okay. Jason Day, Davis Riley. That's not a bad group. Not terrible. Ricky, F- oh my God, this is terrible. Ricky Boy. Ricky Tour Live is back. Just grinding to probably get is in the he top 125. With Kim, Ricky Fowler, Ryan Palmer, and Martin Laird. Oh. How about that one? We have Cameron Champ, winner, Michael Thompson, former winner, and Ches Reeve. Pretty awful. Recent winner on the Barracuda, which we gave not much attention. I, I apologize for that. Uh, Hideki. Tony Fino. Tom, Tom Hoagie and Sanjay Ib. Tommy Tables. He's, that's This is his country up there, the great north. It's fine. The, I mean, the field is bad. Poston, Cam Davis, Adam Lawn, Sue Sink. Brendan Todd, Lucas Glover. Oh, that's so. Those are your. Those are some of your. It, I. I'm not suggesting it's good. I think it's not the worst. I mean, it's not the worst. I'm not yeah. saying it's well, just a, the bar's it's a disaster. Low. The bar's low. I mean, the week after just, the John Deere was probably rock bottom. God, this used to be the Canadian Open. Remember the Canadian Open would get totally shafted, and the only guys they would get was the RBC because these guys would be flying were, from England and wherever else. But, Fun about Glen Abbey. Yeah. Right. Wonderful Jack Nicholas design. So J- Glen Abbey ruined the Canadian Open. It's that's the back. tournament that ruined it. The event, the venue? Yeah. 
or the the venue aren't there a bunch of tiger moments there that people call on glenn tiger did this and that at glenn abbey you know i mean that that's kind of like the sad thing about places is like if tiger did something just like if hogan or, or jack did something <laughs> they're like, like claim to you, fame yeah and then you you can't actually like do anything to the course because it's like well we couldn't do anything to that this, bunker this that tiger tiger. <laughs> six iron out of like well you can't change the hole now it's the same thing with tory like tory can't i don't think tory could ever change the 18th because tiger did what he did yeah like there are a lot of reasons tory should change a lot of things but the 18th is one that is just an abomination of hole <laughs> and uh and they can't do anything because a they have a plaque now <laughs> That may be a plaque back. can't be moved. It's the, be- it's the preservation it's society won't let you move it or do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, one thing. Hey, not- why don't we have like historical things like that with with life? Right. You know, when will be the first statue built for like? Why can't? Why do statues take like fifty years to build? Well, why don't statues get built like a day after something happens? I think because you might be hasty. The, the person, the statue recipient, in effect, to use a modern term, could get milkshake ducked by, you know, Tuesday, and now you've built a statue, and this guy comes out, he turns into a terrible person. Or, or you Wouldn't know. that be better? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of monuments being torn down across America. I think, you know, maybe it's good for that industry, the monument tearing down business. Uh, what do you do? What do you do for a living? I, uh, I demolish <laughs> monument statues. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I heard, uh, uh, this person, I heard from a couple people and, you know, milling about time. It's just great at these majors. You get a lot of scuttlebutt, a lot of BS, you know, when you're just kind of chatting. Um, the tour for so long and currently still, like, is obsessed, obsessed with messaging. And that's a broad umbrella term, like branding PR messaging. I'm not sure they've done a great job despite their obsession you know, with live under par and things like that. But like more than, you know, uh, uh, long range planning or the product or underlying like golf shots or anything like that. They're just obsessed with messaging. And I know that's like an unspecific term. The meetings about messaging, uh, budget allocated messaging. What is going, what are we going to think we should be, what story on being messaging? We're going to tell like this week, like we, there's a big fund there in the inside the moat this week. You know, we really need to push like what three M is doing for, you know, the Minneapolis, this, that or other, or what Tom Lehman. I I don't even know if Tom Lehman's in the field. It means for like obsessed with this. It's like all that's why they have a hundred meeting rooms. This event the best message was to have nothing this week given where they are right now given their vulnerability given their absolute need to show something that's strong and competitive and moderately appealing relative to the threat not not relative i'm sorry as just a show of strength because i because a lot of people are still you know don't think lives appealing as a golf product in any way and i i kind of accept that the best way to show that they have a strong product was to have nothing at all this week. 
Does that make sense? And I think like putting this, you know, half measure out, and that's what it is. It's a half measure due to appease the membership and just have something on a schedule and something in a market and something with a title sponsor actually makes them look worse than if they had nothing. Yes, because they've dilute, they keep continue to dilute their product. I, I'm a big believer. And of course, it's all against the backdrop of an open, a major at a place that's not TPC Sod Farm. So that hurts too. Like you just need to give the world a breather. And well, there's get a away women's major too. That's right. the other thing about it. No, it's not a major. We'll talk well, about yeah, that. Well, yeah, it's not a major. It's a senior major. True. But there is a women's game that's, you know, gets sort of buried during men's majors week. I think something I've been thinking about is like the irreparable damage to the brand that the tour's done for years. For like years. And they just continue to like when they add tonnage, when they add these tournaments, all they're doing is they're just diluting their brand over and over and over again they it, it i mean it shows like what they think about their brand when they went from these guys are good to live under par like they the idea of the pga tour used to be i turn on golf and i know the best world players in the world are playing and when Most we were growing time, up european tour had well, a lot of them when we were growing up, that was like a lot of times the case because guys played 32 yeah. events, okay? And it worked then. But one of the things that the tour has done is that as players has, have adapted, as players have cut back, as players have started to play 20 weeks a year instead of 32, the tour has doubled down on adding tournaments. And now when you turn on the PGA Tour, Outside of a few weeks a year, do you have the feeling of I'm turning on the best golfers in the world? And that is a major, major problem. So like one of the one of the things that I've been thinking about is like and this is the the tour can't do this, likely, unless they really they have to blow it up. But they should be really careful with their brand. And whenever PGA Tour golf is on, it needs to be one of the big tournaments and everything else cannot be the PGA Tour. It's like PGA like Tour this, light diet. This is not PGA Tour golf. And the John Deere was not PGA Tour golf. It the can Barracuda, have perks and exemptions yeah, and this, that, and the other. but the It can't have the name PGA Tour on it because that's what... That's what's allowed all this to happen is like when you think about it just from that lens of this is what like the players, how the players have adapted and the tours adapted in the complete opposite way. And all of it has combined to just dilute their product that was once really good. I think that's, you know, that's that's the shift from these guys are good to live under par really in a nutshell is that is that. When I turn on the TV, I have no fucking clue who's going to be playing. Most, yeah. Almost, I, almost. I mean, I know, but like as a, a consumer, right? Right. It's not going to be the best players in the world. Right. It's a happenstance when great player play, great players play, right? Yeah. It's it, and the problem is and that God willing, they're playing late on a Saturday and Sunday. And that's all the chance. To, yeah, and that they've killed their brand. 
right? Yeah, like there's not enough. There's no them. trust. There's no consumer trust in what PGA Tour golf when you when you pull it up on your TV means anymore. And and I I don't know how you fix that, other than just like really reforming. But they've gone the complete wrong direction. When the players have shown signs of going the other direction, wanting to go the other direction. Well, part of why they're playing less is they have so much money, so they need to concentrate that money into where those players want to play less, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's born from Tiger, too. He didn't need the John well, Deere. He didn't need Las Vegas anymore. He and didn't. whether you like it or not, <clears throat> this whole era in every sport has been player empowerment. Right. And golf's just... Hit, getting hit with it right now yeah oh yeah so absolutely and and player empowerment not members one through 100 through super 250 right um yeah it, it's i just I, I i don't like i don't think you can trot out the 3m open i just don't think you could trot out the three i know they have to i know it's set you can't in stone trot out next week stuff. either right What's next week? Greensboro. Rocket Can't even mortgage. keep track of it. Yeah, Rocket Mortgage. And then, and then you can't trot out Greensboro. Like none of the three events really matter. Uh, I don't know. I the one thing I wanted to talk about too is like we've got some. We've got like the Women's Open at Muirfield is going to be an amazing tournament. But <laughs> feels this, like that's all that's left. The schedule sucks. The, the year. I would say the Women's Open. I was looking at it today. Schedule for the week. And like trying to think of like what's out there still. I think that women's open at Mirrorfield I'm excited about. I I I don't I, I say this seriously. Like I'm if I had to choose based on the lack of things that are out there, like the President's Cup is kind of something I'd be excited about because there's really very little else out there that I can recall. Uh, President's head. Cup, if they allow the players that have right. Well, play. no, I'm, I'm not making be pretty like a non-competitive vociferous argument for it. I'm just there's very little left, and it's now July 22nd. It's yeah, it's the middle of summer. It's the middle. It's the middle of the time when you have no competition, and the and we have nothing. We have nothing of interest outside of the Women's Open. I think um, you know there's a women's alleged women's major being played this week but it's no. like very hard to watch for americans um and it's, on it's cnbc it's on like by 11 a.m terrible on golf course and it's, it's just, just an paid event its way into yeah, the, paid its way to, it's to the players the women's equivalent of the players championship on a shit course. shit course but i hear they treat the people well they treat the caddies really poorly though really yeah there's no food it's like the worst place caddy in the world I've heard. A Monday Evian yeah. championship. Yeah, they, they have like a little like shack that they could hang out with and and like no food. Ah, oh, that's awful. The French the French apparently don't uh you know don't, don't take care the help, of the caddy the service yeah, the, the service part of the but the yeah the tour uh I I just I'm on this tech chain and my college buddies um. I just love it because it's a lens into like the most casual golf fan. Yeah, right, right. And and my buddies on on Sunday were like, I can't believe that there's nothing well, in golf. Like they're in, they're getting. You can tell that they're getting into golf. Like more of them since when I started this, way more of them are watching golf. I would say this is why they've leaned so hard into gambling because it's like the one. Thing. One thing they do have for casual fans, in my opinion, and like some of the anecdotal 
like stuff with buddies and neighborhood dads and things like that. It's like the only reason they know the 3M open is like because of their one and done pool or like a gambling thing that they're in. Right. And like these now are just served as like these events serve as vessels for more gambling. And, and like if there was no for the casual fan. What a, um, what a, what a good thing for your brand. <laughs> Speaking of, do you have a one and done pick this week? Yeah, Let's I just fire a, that off while we're here. I'm going to stay in the camera zone. I know the camera zone's hot <laughs> right now. It's a hot place to be. <laughs> and uh, I'm going with Cam Davis. He's played oh, well here in the past. Oh, man, that was such a left turn. I thought for sure we were coming with Triangle. The <laughs> Triangle, man. He's played well here in the past. We've yeah. seen some bombers uh, succeed. He hits it hard. He's got uh, T6s in his last two starts. I like Cam Davis. I also, the other guy I was thinking about that I didn't go with was Sahith, who contended, like, was, you know, didn't have a good weekend at the major, but was in the mix. And I always feel like those guys, like, go from that, and they're like, God, this is so easy, and, like, play good golf, like, the next week. So that was one that I was thinking of. But Cam Davis has like a, a mixture of form and and uh, recent play and, and history here. Speaking of Sahith, not to like state the obvious, but can you imagine just like we, we were very fortunate to play the old course yesterday, like going from that ground to. That's what I'm saying. It's going to just seem so farm. easy. Like it, you, it has to feel like you're going like. It's like AAU or something. You played up and then you come back, drop back to the U10 team or something like that. You know, like, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I can just, you know, dribble around everybody and, and lay it in. But yeah. Like, like I could different. just, oh, I can just hit this at the flag. <laughs> I can just like, <laughs> and it stops. Well, we don't need to go over TPC sod farm. That's been a frequent subject. It, it, hey, the course was a literal sod farm. Play, before playing uh, the old course yesterday, did you get a, a greater appreciation for for what happened Sunday or did you did did your takes change at all about Sunday um it was a it was a mix obviously like it's hard to like think of any sort of transit property for playing it yourself versus the pros they hit it farther they're exceptionally better than us um it it the one thing i felt like was rory i i don't know it felt it made me feel a little bit more critical of rory think a little bit more critical and i thought we i thought you know not to pat myself pat ourselves on the back you were on it I thought we like were fairly critical of Rory. I, we didn't just say he simply got beat by the better guy. I think he had a. It wasn't just a passive thing. He had an active failing in it. Um, it wasn't like a choke failing or a fate or a gag, but he failed. Uh, he played a part in not winning. It wasn't just Cam Smith. Um, yeah, it, it it made me think a little bit more about Rory. Not a like. He did, you know, he didn't make putts, and that's a fickle part of it. But he also, like, matter of factly, didn't make putts. He didn't. He played like really safe, right? Yeah. He, he talked. This is these are his own quotes. He's like, I was doing what I, I was doing. I was in my process, and then Cam Smith, like, and then until Cam Blew went out, out my and, process, yeah, and I needed to adjust, and I didn't adjust, and he didn't adjust on when he made basically the turn effectively to come home. He didn't change out of his process. He stayed 
relatively safe or couldn't get out of this process. Did you? Did you think it changed? Yeah, I my thoughts on Rory changed significantly. Um, significantly? Well, not significantly. Like, I already was feeling that way, but, like, it, it kind of reassured. Like, I don't think, like... I think we kind of hid behind the veil of like, oh, those were such hard pins. Like the pins were not easy, but they weren't necessarily extraordinarily hard. And I think there were like gettable pins and stuff like with how short and how how calm the golf course was. 70 was like a really bad score for, for that, you know? Yeah. It, it, um, yeah, some of the, some of the I did get appreciation for some of the pins. Yes, you know that like wow, that is harder than I thought. It wasn't all my appreciation for Cam Smith is high. Just to to do that, like you have to play such spectacular golf to string to string it together. There, I also have an appreciation for David uh, David Duvall, who I popped on here for blasting one off the hotel. And folks, let me tell you, I stood up there on the 18th tee with everything left of me and watched the three folks in front of me just kind of slowly, you know, nicely, cautiously, you know, put one out there on the left, almost tug, pull it. And I just absolute hit a, a, a balloon ball monster right off the hotel. Didn't even see it. Shot way right. Everybody's yelling was, four right. It's right. Right for the clock. Right. Hiding right for the clock on the Russics. <laughs> oh, this is after the high of like playing 17 pretty competently. And then I, I go to 18 and boom, off the, off the hotel. I so I have an appreciation for You're in for such David. a bad mood about 17. I was we're in a great a mood about I missed that. I mean, I match. burned the edge of a, a birdie putt. Like, but, you know, that's the way. But, yeah, I have an appreciation for David Duvall blasting one off the, the buildings down the right. Um Anyways, I did. I never did a one and done pick. You, are you good with your St. Andrews thoughts? I know we're going to have actual course content, thoughts, write ups, discussions, but anything relative to the to the open. You're promising quite a bit. Ah, uh, whatever. I mean, maybe we'll have nothing. It'll all no, stay be b- behind the paywall that doesn't exist. Um, uh, but you're good on that relative to the open. Yeah, you, yeah. You, But it changed a little bit of what you thought about Sunday. I just thought it was. <laughs> We, there was no win today. We there had no, no win, win when, we, when Rory yeah. played. When yeah. Rory, there was no win then. It's just like a windless, fast St. Andrews when you have like full control of your golf ball like Rory did. Yeah. You got to shoot 68. Right. Like you, There's no way he can go around that course with how, how many drivable fours there are and not shoot 68. Yeah. Like there's just no way. It, and this isn't to suggest he he played he's playing great golf and he played great golf last week right it's just mm-hmm. it's the burden of Rory though you're in the spot you also got to do it he had some agency in not getting it done and I thought he had some agency in not getting it done I thought that was lost a little bit in, in Sunday night and just sort of the the empathy for him and the heartbreak yeah. narrative like a little bit was lost in that and and we don't want to be too harsh on him okay um. Uh, I never did a one and done pick. I'm gonna I'm, deba- I'm debating between the Tom Tom zone, Tom Kim and Tom Hoagie. I like Tom Kim or Hoagie. T- Ho- Tom Kim just took special temporary exempt uh, membership. Tom, Thomas the train. 
Uh, he's coming around. He's built the tracks. He's on tour now around the U.S. Uh, oh, the indignity. All right. I'll go with Tom Hoagie. Home game. Now, this is where your home game theory actually matters. North Dakota, Minnesota, oh, the big wide open spaces. I see. So in, no, in it's some, a little different. Some parts, of the, different. some parts of the world, uh, a five-hour drive is a home game. <laughs> it is. Yes. That's <laughs> In fact, what we're saying here. Interesting. Um, so interesting. So if the, that value of yeah. time doesn't apply to some parts. It's not a good field. He's playing okay. Uh, if I lived in, in birdie, make a if bunch I lived in Eastern Oregon and they were playing a event in Portland and I drove five hours, that's a home game, right? Yeah, definitely. But yeah. if I drive from New Jersey to Boston... Four hours, that's not a home game. Right. Why? Right. Uh, because of population density and the what way the What does that have to do with anything? Are you familiar with like, this is like... But that's what I'm saying. You're, like you're congressional driving the same districts, amount. Some congressional districts cover an entire state, more or less. Some cover, you know, eight city blocks. This is the way, that, this is population density changes geographic uh, divides and what's home and what's not home, Right. I mean, my home could be a one-bedroom flat. Your home could be a 90-acre ranch. Like, one still, you know. What I, are you talking about? Like, there, there's just... We're talking about the time that it takes to travel and what what constitutes a home oh, game. All right, you're just restricting it to that. All right, well, I'm going with Tom Hoagie, thanks to the hometown I'm not advantage. restricting it to anything. Uh, I should just say, I was reading, like, the, the basic abstract, like, here's who's playing, here's where it is. Uh and for on the PGA Tour website, it says it utilizes natural rolling terrain on the site of a former sod farm <laughs> and features lots of water. <laughs> the land of a thousand man-made lakes. <laughs> One of the signature holes. Oh, this is great. One of the signature holes, the risk-reward par 4 7th, is named Tom's Thumb. <laughs> So continuing with Tom's thumb, continue with the Tom theme. Tom's he's, thumb after layman. It's got to be Tom's alley. Arnold Palmer and his design company were the architects of the club. Opened in two thousand. Tom's thumb. How do you? Isn't that an oxymoron? It utilizes natural rolling terrain on the site of a former sod farm. That feels like incongruous with you know, right? A, 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 maybe I'm wrong. I mean, sod farms are pretty pretty flat usually. I think the best was. Paulie's right up. He's like, ah. it's just, yeah, a lot of water. <laughs> a lot of water was a sod farm. Just pick the best iron player because iron player works on the PGA Tour. It's like it does. It has nothing specific to uh, this course or this championship. All right, let's do an ad read. Hey, uh, one thing we've talked about, the PGA Tour branding. We're about to talk about live. I was in a conversation on uh, a couple days ago with really one of the most brilliant people I've ever met. Brilliant in terms of golf, for sure, but felt like brilliant people I've ever met. And and this person was not, um, this person has no interest in the tour or live or any of it, right? He's not biased or shaded towards one. And he, the one thing he kept, he emphasized to me is like, I think he just cares about golf, is like having what live could do is like having one overarching authority or one, you know, 
power broker, somebody that controls the game. There's no like check or balance to put it in sort of a rudimentary term. Um, I thought that, that struck with me from someone so smart. This is what Keith Mitchell sort of argued, I think in that radio interview is like, all of a sudden the, an entity could lose interest and just boom, pull the plug. Uh, I, I do think like there is a certain value to having like a, a moderation of five families or six families or whoever, multiple uh, multiple entities, right? That, that have a real stake in the game. And one of those that has a stake in the game is the USGA. Uh, they've been supporting us, uh, you know. And this is, I think that, you know, we talked about like the tour getting out of the way. There are a lot of like wonderful things going on in golf that get that like the oxygen just gets taken away by live in the tour. But like yeah. these other types of tournaments, like this is the first year of the adaptive open, which, uh, I think just started this week. It's at Piners number six. The third round is today as we speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and July, Wednesday. This is like, I don't, I don't understand how there hasn't been something like this before, but like great on the USGA for starting it. And it's just another example of like, you know, lots <laughs> of people play this game yeah. and it is a, and this is a great tournament to start and I can't wait for it to continue to evolve and, 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 Hopefully, it gets more and more coverage. I know Cody McBride's been down there covering it for, for uh, nulling up a little bit, but like, what a cool, um, you know, you talk about inclusivity in golf and, and giving everybody the platform to play golf at the highest level. And this is an amazing, amazing tournament that they started. Yeah, uh, there was some of the adaptive players were a part of that Champions Challenge or Celebration of Champions at the, at, at the Open. But this adaptive golf open which is down in pinehurst it's giving them a chance to compete for a national championship that means something you've talked about growing up like all that matters like growing up in golf is a usga at least for an american kid right like a usga championship usga is this that and the other um support so how you can help support this is by joining the usga as a member's program you can go to usga.org slash fried egg um they do a lot more than just the u.s open the professional golf and your distaste for professional golf may be at a higher level than it usually is um they are the biggest investor in golf through you know they helping courses manage water resources expanding junior golf and events like this adaptive open so you can go to usga.org slash the fried egg to join and become a member of course you get the what do you get the hat the rules of golf, the bag tag, you get a few things, but yeah. like, I think more importantly than the, the, you know, the physical benefits are that you're supporting one of the organizations that kind of keeps golf, at si- least tries to have the best interest. Of Simon golf. Lee is in the lead. Yeah. He's two under par on the, men's, the, on the side. men's side. He's beating Felix the cat. Do you think Felix Norman is uh, more than, more than his name would my, suggest? My, my favorite was there's a guy named Kip Poppert. I was I was kind of watching earlier the scrolling the leaderboard Kip Poppert, which you'll be and then on the women's side Kim Moore is uh, leading Ryan Johnson or Jackson heading into the final round yeah so that'll be Wednesday uh, at Pinehurst all right go to usga.org slash the fried egg or I'm sorry just fried egg not no the to uh, become a member all right we talked about the PGA tour. Should we uh, should we knock out schedule for the week? Let's yeah. just finish that real quick. Uh, so we have the Monday Evian Championship. This is like five to eight a.m. in the morning. It finishes by like eleven on CNBC on Sunday. CNBC. It's, it's not a major. It's not. It's just has no pop, no juice. Um, it 
it paid its way in. The course stinks. It's had horrible weather. It's jumped from, you know, midsummer to fall. It's it's just for me, it doesn't do it. it doesn't do anything for me. Is that a fair critique? Yeah, that's a okay. fair critique. They got the best players in the world playing, though. Yeah. So they have, a you know, good, yes, irrespective that's a, that's of all that. The one thing I'll say, and uh, I mean, after last be, year, they didn't have a lot because of the Olympics. They had the, sort of a half field. Just to tie things together, like the LPGA now is kind of very similar to the way the PGA Tour used to be. Like the one of the things that you have a lot of consumer faith in the LPGA when I turn it on that like a good chunk of the top 10 in the world are playing every week, you know? Yeah, but is that because they have to because they're paid so f- Yeah, it less. is, but like, I mean, I, I, just, I just wanted to... As a, as a knowing what you yeah. you're getting when you turn on yeah no, like if they if the purses became PGA Tour purses you wonder but they have they the women generally have shorter careers though too so right right that's the other have continue with their schedule for the week of the Senior Open Championship which goes to Glen Eagles um I don't know I went to Glen Eagles that's what they chose there are a lot of options would but be great to somebody, see some of the older somebody. fellows playing the ground game out there Listen, I makes... haven't been to Glen Eagles I don't want to pass too much judgment on it but I was talking to a, a Scott over here and uh and they said you know Andy that would be like going to Italy and spending all day eating hamburgers <laughs> A lot of good, a lot of good similes when it comes to not playing links golf in uh, Scotland. Uh, we have on the European tour, DP World Tour, the Kazoo Classic. So Hillside we have, event of the week. Or I'll do the the adaptive opens the event of the week. Actually, it's almost over Wednesday. But yeah, yeah. Well, right. we could do double event of the week. First half. You Hillside, do- the kazoo. I kazoo. have no clue who's playing in it. Probably nobody because the European tour has been just pillaged. <laughs> Hillside's a good one. I mean, these guys, some of these guys. They, uh, Hillside's a good one outside uh, of the faux sandscapes. That what's crazy? Added. Well, look, this, the, the standards are for these tour golf is, is low. Um, Hillside it looks wonderful, though. The, what I'm the fascinated fake, by. fake sandscapes that were added by an architect uh, team look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I'm fascinated by the rank and file Euro Tour members who have been in Lexington and Reno and now are back on the English countryside. It's like, what a, what a, what a July for those guys. Yeah, um, what a July for us and what a July for them. Reno. All right, and then on the, uh, yeah, we did 3M Open. We've, we've hit them all. The U.S. Girls Junior. Oh, wow, there's an Oliver pairing. Fisher, Ross. Farr and Becker. Neither Oliver. Lift boys back. Oliver Becker. He had a one-time London thing, huh? All right. And the U.S. Girls Junior is on towards the back end of the week. I think that's Friday, Saturday. So that's your schedule for the week. News, we've had a lot, not a lot, some live developments. Live announced its field for New Jersey. The only like big new name was one we already knew in Paul Casey. Um, There's three names three, to be announced. Three vacancies. I got some theories. There's three Japanese players. That one obviously screams out, so there, there, there might be missing a fourth. Uh, there's also three Australians in the field, and it makes you wonder. The deck is playing the 3M Open right now. I know, you but know, they, they, they could announce it next week. Why would he play the 3M Open? I don't understand why he would do that. Get, uh, Maybe the sticky notes. They, they, uh, they paid him. 
Um, but uh, and then Faraday. Yeah, yeah. David Faraday leaves NBC. Um, Faraday is a legend. He's really good. I'd say either by his own choice or being marginalized by network decisions. You know, he's been sort of. I don't want to say irrelevant, but certainly marginalized. Uh, I don't. Now he's going to be mean, pushing propaganda with Jerry Fultz. I mean, is he? Do you think he's going to take on the same tone as Fultz and 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 Arlo, or do you yeah, think he has I got do. more? I do. Got more. Uh, probably not same. as. Probably not as extreme. He probably won't be as ridiculous, but he'll be very, you know, promotional. <laughs> I mean, I like Faraday's kind of like a a golf icon. Right, in a way. Is he kind of in the Westwood stage? Yeah, he definitely is. But in the sense of like, he's like a beloved character. Yeah, totally. But not to like 25 and under necessarily. Yeah, I mean like I've been kind of tired of the Faraday thing for a few years, but. You You look like you're ready to go on a take that I'm not. uh, You look like you're ready to. (laughs) I've been tired of the Faraday bit. He wore you out. Um, Yeah, I mean, but I think like just in general. It's a get. It's a it's a PR win and a, a big sort of splash, so to speak, for for Greg Norman and 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 Liv. Oh, by the way, um, apparently they were playing. Uh, there were some Liv like had ha- big honchos in the area in Scotland. Yeah, they People, were. They they food poisoned me at Ziggy's. They got to you. You think? Yeah. I thought you were on their payroll. So now they're trying to poison you. They both ways. Well, that's because huh? I made the statement that I wasn't. You know, <laughs> trying to get you back on the payroll via food poisoning. Um, Come home. Apparently, they were not incredibly friendly or good people, according to folks in the area. Um, anyways, uh, Faraday's going. New Jersey field is set. Ernie gave an interview to Huggin at the Senior Open. Ernie, the wise, the, the veteran who's played the world, seen the world been around maybe not necessarily i like that he didn't call it golf real golf he didn't call it right did you read it i just saw the excerpt um he's like the tour they need to work together and the saudi thing just needs to be a fall dead zone right like you can't be it's not real golf so put it in the silly season you know i've had this problem my whole life trying to maintain a world schedule and be a pga tour member while also trying to be a world player and they tried to tell me i had to play this many events you know i worked with fincham to get it you know to find a solution um he said the you know u.s tour made concessions uh he's pissed about the president's cup he's like you know I told Jay, you need to give us more control, meaning the international like side as an operation. And, and, you know, and they didn't, they didn't do that. And here they are today, you know, wanting total control over an event that's being gutted. Um, I'm not sure if international control had, had more control over their team. That well, they would, could change their, their points and qualification schedule uh, ways so that they could, you know, yeah. like a perfect example is like, if you want that event to still exist, and and be a competitive thing you need to let them have the pl- uh, their players because the, all their best players yeah like that's and they won't and <clears throat> you know and that that event will suffer yeah and that's that's sad because it is coming off of like the greatest moment in it which was melbourne it was a great event right and you know but if if you're if you can't field your best team like it's, it's pretty hard to compete with the Americans. Right. 
Um, one thing I did almost, I found most notable, honestly, he, he had good suggestions on how to make it work was the specific thoughts about Cam Smith towards the end of it. Um, he said he is in a great position right now. He's entering his prime. He's 28. And he's got time not to win majors. And I wouldn't want to put that under any danger of not happening. I would not at this stage on any other tour tour where I might not play in a major again he does seem to think you know you might not be able to play in majors anymore it's not real golf he was very adamant like this is not real golf it shouldn't get world rankings points 54 hole no cut you should not get world rankings points he goes I would not at this stage go on any other tour where I would not be able to play in a major again I would play my golf and put myself in the history books as far as I can go I would stay exactly where I am do what I do the money is there it's already there Besides, the way Cam is playing, Liv will be there and his value might go up. So I'd stay exactly where I am in my lane and try to win more majors. So I think Ernie's overarching thought is, this isn't real golf. Put it in the silly season. Accommodate them. Shouldn't get world rankings points. Um, and Cam, and you can play both. You can do both. And it seems like you have a, to get in majors via real events for him. And it seems like a reasonable compromise in the sense of like hey you know what this stuff isn't really working for us anyways this fall stuff yeah and you know but the big thing is that it would require the pga tour to admit that they can't own and operate every single professional men's professional golf also i think you're getting to a point where live might be less conciliatory in any way shape or form because because they're they're moving a little bit and I think they Ernie think even, they're going to kill him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Ernie even used the term like they have their heels dug in. So I thought it was very interesting advice for Cam who might be going, might very well be going. And I don't know what the timeline might be for that, but well, um, his team, his team will be listen. It might read Ernie, not him. He lets yeah. his team. He just plays golf, so he doesn't read anything oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it does that. You could have a guy who won the Open. You know, I, he has exemptions for that, but you know, not getting world rankings points. So, all right, anything else for this Wednesday episode from Scotland? Little, That's little it? early morning Wednesday episode. Graham McDowell is doing NFTs now. Yeah. Graham McDowell looks so just continues to look like a complete Doofus. sad, yeah, pathetic. Uh, over the hill player doing the MF NFTs so bad. All right, that's it. Thanks for uh, thanks everybody for listening from Scotland. We probably won't have a Friday episode. I think we're both flying all yeah, day Thursday. There's no way. I would say it's going to be hard given the turnaround time and the schedule change to have a Friday episode. Unless something crazy Maybe happens, we'll try to pull it together a flashback that we can do or something like that. But uh, thank you guys for your continued support of the podcast. Uh, Summer School by Zero Restriction continues one more day and, and then we're back to the States.